Werabee. Therapy wherever, whenever. So, um, now I'm on my lunch break. I'm sneaking off. I'm sitting in my car um, outside my office and I'm recording this podcast with you. I don't have my coffee with me, so it's not going to be a part of the official uh, coffee with a therapist in a car podcast, I guess. But who cares? Let's do this. Today, we're going to talk about children with depression. What can you do as a parent to help your child who's suffering from depression? So stay tuned. Let me start by talking a little bit about the family ecosystem. Now, a lot of parents, they show up to a therapist's office with their child, expecting the therapist to just solve their child's issues. They see their child's issues as somewhat simplistic. They see it as either being some sort of hormonal imbalance that can be cured by medicines or or simply a problem with the way that they interpret the world. They seldom see themselves as being the issue to their child's problems. Now, a child is an equal member of an ecosystem, Um, the family ecosystem. And every member, every family member is an equal member to that system. And we all put things into that ecosystem, but we also get affected by what other people put into that ecosystem. And a lot of parents, when a therapist sits down with the parents as well and hears what they have to say, it becomes quite clear that the parents' uh, problems with the parents are causing the depression in the child. Um, Either the parents could be fighting, they might be getting divorced, they maybe should be getting divorced, but they're, for whatever reason, sticking to it, or uh, one might have lost their job and that's impacting the other parent. One might have injured themselves, and that's also impacting the other parent. One one parent might be cheating on the other parent, or there might be an absentee parent. There might be also external factors. One parent has um, their mother or father might be sick um, and dying, and that affects them emotionally, or... um, or they might have a sister who has gotten ill or um, been impacted in some way, and that's also making them depressed. Yeah. So there's a lot of things with the parents that are affecting the children. Yeah. And there could also be things with the other children. So if one, if a sibling, for example, is physically handicapped and a lot of the parents' attention is going to that sibling then the other one is more susceptible to depression because they're feeling neglected. So a lot of all of these things impact uh, the child, but the parent doesn't see it that way. The parent is wondering why their child is depressed because they themselves are brought up in a generation where talking about depression and thinking that you are depressed is somewhat stigmatized. Now that's getting better for every generation that um that passes but um that is still the case yeah they don't see themselves as being depressed they they can admit to being a bit grumpy but they they don't want to admit to the problems in their life yeah 
So the first bit of advice is to create some sort of balance in that ecosystem. As a parent, see what you're putting into that ecosystem that can be affecting your children. Yeah. Um, whether it be, as I said, um, some sort of problem in your relationship to your partner, um, something that is causing you to be depressed, i.e. a family member who's getting sick or um, or you losing your job or or you being single and not being happy with that, yeah. And once you realize what is causing your depression um, and what you're putting into this ecosystem, start working on that. Start working on making yourself feel better, yeah. It's like the, the thing that they say in the airplane safety videos, yeah. And make sure that you put your own oxygen mask on before you put your child's oxygen mask on, yeah. Make sure that you treat yourself um, and make yourself feel better um, and improve your own mental health so that what you're putting into the ecosystem is positive, yeah. And that will have a positive effect on your child's mental health. So one bit of advice, as I said, put positivity into the ecosystem. If you're, um, if you're suffering from a depression yourself, find out what that is and work on it so you don't put in all this negative energy into the ecosystem because that's, that is making your child um, more likely to be depressed. Yeah. My second piece of advice is to maintain rules and routines. So when a person gets depressed, and this is regardless of whether you're a child or an adult, the first thing to go is the routines. And this is because the person has been ruminating, they've been thinking negatively about themselves, and this makes them not want to be social because they think that they're not reflecting who they are, the good person that they otherwise can be. So they avoid social um, interactions, they close themselves into their room, and then the routines fall as well. And this could be hygiene routines, this could be um, activities, this could be um, food routines, eating at proper times. Yeah. So they fall into what we in the uh, industry call a depression spiral. Yeah. And every bit of the spiral leads into a deeper and deeper depression. They stop doing, um, stop maintaining their hygiene, so they end up feeling like they're not a attractive person, and that makes them feel bad, and that makes them maybe hurt themselves physically and the like. So this this spiral just continues and continues. And we need to reverse engineer that spiral. And the way we do that is to make life as normal as possible. In other words, we maintain the routines and the rules that we had before the depression was in place. Um, and we, your child might try to convince you otherwise. You know? um, they might want to have the freedom of choice. and. Freedom of choice is something that everybody wants, but 
children, they're susceptible to spiraling out of control emotionally if there isn't a proper framework put in place. And the framework is not there to hinder them, but there to contain their emotional core and to guide them into a happier existence. And yes, you can allow them some freedom within that framework, i.e. what activity do you want to do or what friend do you want to meet or what type of food do you want to eat? But you are the one who sets and maintains the integrity of that framework. It will also increase your <clears throat> sorry. It will also increase your credibility as an adult. Yeah. Um, and your um, son or daughter will trust you more and will trust you to be able to handle their depression. So give that a try. My third and final bit of advice for parents who are dealing with children who are suffering from depression is to let it be known that you are there for your child without um, putting too much pressure on them, without making the depression itself a big issue. Uh, if we just think back to when I was talking about ecosystems, um, your child is not at fault for being in this depression. And if you highlight that depression too much and have too much of a problem-solving approach to that depression, then you're making it known to your child that you think that their depression is a problem, that their reaction to um, the faults in the ecosystem is a problem. Yeah. Um, and in that way, you are putting pressure on them for something that they can't really um, control. Yeah. Um, and this adds to the depression. Yeah. You're, you're pushing them back into the depression spiral that we talked about um, a moment or two ago. Yeah. Um, and I know when a parent comes up to their child and talks to their child and tries to help and and takes a problem-solving approach, it is really with the best of intentions. Um, but again, it puts too much emphasis on the depression itself and risks pushing them further into the depression spiral. What I recommend you doing instead, if your child is, is going to therapy, then let them go to therapy. If you're having maybe, uh, if you realize that your child has been feeling bad for a long time, um, then uh, have one uh, talk about it, yeah, where you talk very candidly about what you see um, and um, you also kind of lay out your thoughts and you let your child speak openly on about their thoughts of their depression and then you leave it there, yeah, um, and you let them approach you in the future when they want to talk to you, yeah. Um, you attract the cat by letting it be. Um, and the same goes for children. If you let them know that you know that they're depressed um, one time, and you let them know that you're there um, um, for them to talk to, then they will come to you when they want to talk to you. So give them that freedom to choose whether or not to deal with their depression. 
That's it for today's podcast. I hope it was beneficial to you. If you enjoyed it, consider subscribing to the podcast. We're available on Spotify, Google Podcasts, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you go to listen to podcasts. And also consider following our social media accounts, our Twitter, Facebook, and Instagram accounts. I'll put a link in the description. There will update you with loads of info about depression on a daily basis. And um, I realized I forgot to introduce myself at the beginning of the podcast. So my name is Philip Anderson. I'm a psychotherapist and the founder of Werapi. I offer online therapy sessions and online mental health courses. So if you're interested in any of that, just go over to werapi.com and take a look there. Otherwise, have a great day and I'll see you next time.